Hi, I'm Jorge Luis, and today we have the blessing of having an amazing guest in our podcast. Let's start now. Hopecast. Learning about the life and mission of education equals hope. Welcome to the Education Equals Hope Hopecast. I'm Jorge Luis Rodriguez, and I am the Director of Teams and Training for Equals Age in Ecuador. Equals Age exists to provide for the education of those in desperate and difficult situations. And the hope for this podcast is to keep you, our dear listeners, supporters, and friends all over the world informed as to what is happening here in Ecuador. And we do this because we couldn't do it without you. Thank you very much for all of your support and love all along the way. Today, um, I am without Cameron because she had other things to do, but I'm so, so happy uh, and glad that we can have another person hosting with me. This is Celeste Bundy. Hi, Celeste. Hello, Jorge Luis. How are you today? I am great. Thanks for being with us. Uh, it is such a great joy. Celeste, you are the executive director for Equal Sage. Right? I am. Yes. And it is a great blessing always to have you down here with us in Ecuador. And you will continue to be in our podcast, hopefully, next week. Because um, we have lots of things to talk about. It's always a great, there's, great joy to have you here. There's always so much, so much hope happening through Education Equals Hope that we love to be able to share with you all. Absolutely. But this time, Celeste, we are also super, super grateful that we're not just you and me today. We also have another special guest this is Joyce Pupkin. Thank you, Jorge. Hi, I'm Joyce. so excited to be here in Ecuador. And it's just a great blessing, as you said, to be a part of everything that God is doing through us here. Absolutely. Thanks for being with us, Joyce. Celeste, I think we have a dream to have every member of the board, every member of any ministry that has to do with Equal Sage down here with us, and we are able to accomplish this. We have a vision team currently now on the ground, yes. and it has been a great, great blessing, this experience, right? How has it been for you? Absolutely. It's been so incredible to have um, team members from really from three of our partners around the world. Mm -hmm. So we are so honored that Joyce is back here in Ecuador for the first time in 10 years. Is yes. that right? Yes, 10 yeah. years. This is actually so. your second time here, but mm -hmm. the first time in 10 years. So it's mm -hmm. been a lifetime. Mm -hmm. And uh, we had you, we had the privilege of having you in our podcast over Zoom, right? Mm -hmm. um, and now we're here sitting down. Um, we have been going through an incredible week of a great experience, but we want to hear how is it going with the ministry that you're part of in Haiti? How has it been going? Um, we know that the reality of the country is pretty, pretty hard. Uh, and we want to make sure that we are not just listening, but we can also be praying for you. So can you give us a little update of what is going on with the ministry right now? Yes, thank you so much. And thank you for the prayers, because mm -hmm. um, the prayers are what God is using to make all of this happen. Uh, this has been an extremely challenging year for us. Uh, there has been a delay in the school year uh, throughout the country due to many, many things, many challenges related to political unrest, mm. uncertainty of safety for the children, uh, potential for gang violence, gas crisis, so many things. And we still have been able to see an incredible hope um, to have a better life for our students there. Uh, we had a little delay in the start of the school year 
in the countryside, we were able to open classes at the beginning of November. So, so in when's a, the typical school year start? Just in the case. typical school year mm-hmm. starts in September. Okay. Oh wow! So like three months almost right. of delay. Mm-hmm. And this was not just our school; it was really throughout the whole country. Mm-hmm. And um, so, beginning of November, many of the schools in the countryside areas were able to open their doors. And then in Lakai, which is the third largest town in um, Haiti, they were able to open at the beginning of December. Okay. So um, I'm just so excited to announce that as of this morning, our enrollment in the two ministry sites that I coordinate in the south of Haiti uh, totals 373 students. Wow. That's amazing. That's really cool. So this year in our Lakai ministry site, we have 127 students that are a variety of ages, Mm -hmm. and we have um, 21, I believe it is, that are in higher education. Uh, which is a huge accomplishment. And uh, that is just actually um, just kind of what we're all about, to get these young people and these children to the point of higher education. So um, that's a great blessing. And then in the south uh, section of the countryside where we are in Cavayon, uh, we have a school there that this year has 226 students. And that's in uh, three years of preschool all the way up through the second year of secondary school. Mm-hmm. So um, it's a great, great blessing for that. And we also have a sponsorship program for some of the older students who have aged out of our program in Cavayon. We have 12 students that are going on scholarship to secondary school in the last two years of mm-hmm. secondary school. Mm-hmm. And then we have eight students who are in higher education, uh, five of whom are in the Episcopal Business College in Lakai. And uh, one is studying computer science, and mm-hmm. four are studying business administration. Wow. And um, I know we probably mentioned this in the past, but we are um, very proud to say that four of the students that, are, that were in our program at one point in time are actually employed at our schools that are yeah. teachers in our schools. We have uh-huh. one that is a graduate teaching in one of the schools in Lakai. And then we have three of our former students that are teachers at our school in the countryside of Cavayon. And our relationship coordinator in Haiti, our, uh, we're actually Haitian-led there. Mm-hmm. He is also a graduate of the program, yes, correct? Yes, he graduated from the business school in 2013. Mm-hmm. And his wow, name is Jimmy cool. Brutus, and he is you'll hear from him in a little bit. And his heart for our work in Lakai and Cavayon mm-hmm. and yes. his partnership with Joyce is Really changing a lot of lives there, more than the 372, although mm-hmm. that's what's on paper. And Jimmy has been our one and only full-time employee for Education Equals Hope on-site mm-hmm. in Haiti since 2016. So we are really excited about that. So with um, our partnership with him and the priest in charge that we work with, Pierre Pierre Auguste, um, we are able to keep connected with them, even though we can't personally go there because of the the mm-hmm. current situation. So um, we just are in contact every week. Mm-hmm. Um, photos are flowing over the internet oh. all the time, and I'm able to do a newsletter four times a year to keep our uh, donors informed of what's going on and sharing stories of hope. Thank you, Joyce. And Joyce, remind me, how long have you actually been working in Haiti? So I've been working in Haiti since um, a little bit before my first trip. My first trip to Haiti was in 2001. 
And about a year or so before that, I was quite involved with the program that had originally started at my home church in Columbia, South Carolina, St. Mary's. So you've seen a whole generation of kids go through school and really seen the differences of the impact that education can make in their li- in the lives of Haitians. Yes. Do you have a, um, a story of hope, as we like to say, that you would like to share that um, really resonates in your heart that might resonate with our, with our donors and listeners? Well, one of, the, one of the things on that note um, that I think is so exciting is that this year we have four students in our program that are actually children of students that were graduates from our wow. program and that ultimately ended up getting married and having children. So we are in the second generation That's of amazing. education equals That's hope. That's amazing. I think we've seen that here in Ecuador, too, yeah. right? Yeah, Where absolutely. Louisa, yes, we've seen that, it's too. Generational impact. I mean, how powerful is that when you, yeah. you know— start an organization yeah. you don't think we're going to be here for generations but look how what the lord has done and just the faithfulness of um joyce and our ministry site coordinators and cameron and the team yeah. here in ecuador it's just really lifelong familial impact that we'll never be able to measure the success it is an amazing blessing and the the real gift that we get through this is that it's not just one family it's the entire community that is mm-hmm. impacted by those things you know we truly believe as equals h that education can truly bring hope and not just academic education. It's all sorts of education that we can get to have, the spiritual education, the personal education, right? So when we see this impact in different generations, we're not just seeing an impact in one tiny family. We're Mm -hmm. seeing the impact of education and the longing for a different life, you know, a different hope in life mm-hmm. in the community, in the entire community. How have you seen that, Joyce, in the ministry in Haiti? Well, um, I have seen it in that so many of the students continue to be involved in some way with the church and with the community and with a desire to help give back to the program. And one specific example of a young man uh, that uh, has been in our program for quite some time. He's from the countryside. His name is Gito Amazon. <laughs> and this year, he started his very first year at uh, the Business and Technology Institute, which is the university in Lakai, um, after completing secondary school. And he had to take the official exam. After secondary school, you have to take an official exam in order to qualify to go on to higher education. And he had to retake that exam three times. And he was one of the best students in secondary school. Uh, So traditionally, the um, pass rate for the national exams is not very good. So he just kept pressing on. And in the meantime, he was teaching himself English because his dream is to, at one point, Work for Education Equals Hope. Wonderful. And and he is um, very technology-oriented, so that's why he went to study computer science. And his dream is also to be eventually a teacher of computer science. Wow. Uh, We hope at one point in time to get a computer lab in our school in the countryside. So he's wanting to be a teacher and come back. Oh, Um, to be able to give back and teach and share. And he also, I think I mentioned, he um, during the time he was waiting and studying, he has been teaching himself English. Okay. And he has never attended any formal English (laughs) education. He's taught it all to himself, and he does a really good job. So he also wants to teach English to the students in the countryside. Wow. Wow. 
um, you know, I know that whole thing is just going to impact the continued development of our community in the countryside um, and give even more hope to the students there. And what a great example for the students that are currently at Cavion because they're seeing a peer mm -hmm. who has graduated from their school, gone on to university, mm -hmm. and n now wanting to come back and serve. That's such a great example of what we're about, of mm -hmm. empowering someone to then go and make a difference in their, in their own world. Mm -hmm. So that's really such a great story. Way to go, Gita. We're so proud of you if you're yes. listening to this. <laughs> yes, he'll be featured again soon in my newsletter. So That's really cool. Yeah. So as you mentioned, one of the key words for this podcast and for our entire ministry, uh, we truly believe that one of the key points um, of what we do is relationship. And the relationship that we have thankfully has brought us together here as a big family of Equal Sage that wants to keep growing with people. And Joyce, as one of the coordinators of our ministries and the main coordinator in Haiti, you have the blessing of walking with them, seeing their needs, seeing their reality. Of course, I know how hard it has been for you to not be able to go back there and be with them because mm -hmm. that's where your heart is. And, mm -hmm. and we know, we understand it because we live it down here too. Mm -hmm. uh, but I think this morning you got a message that was really special and that you wanted to share with us so that we can get a little glimpse of that, of that relationship and how that looks like with Jamie and you. Can okay. you please share with us? Okay. So um, the young man we were mentioning, Jimmy Brutus, is our on-site coordinator, and we had tried to see if we could get him with us here in Ecuador. Um, unfortunately, because of a number of challenges that were insurmountable, uh, he was not able to get his visa to travel here. So uh, we still have a goal of getting him here sometime this year because it would be great for him to be able to learn and share Absolutely. and be motivated and encouraged by all that you do here. That's so amazing. So um, I just sent him greetings early this morning and told him how much we missed him. And he sent a message back to me that I would like to read with you. <laughs> he said, first, I would say I'm sorry because I cannot be with you in Ecuador during this wonderful week. If I was with you in my face, you would see a big smile. Through this, you will see gratitude, love, and hope, because this is what you bring to my Haitian brothers and sisters. I would also like to thank every single person who contrib contributes to help the education of students in different countries in the world. Your help is like a seed in the earth. You can't see immediately the progress of it, but in the future, you will see how good you were to act. Invest in education is the best thing that you can do for someone, the bigger gift you can give to him, because education is hope, and it's the better way for someone to have a good future. In the name of the Haitian students and in my own name, I tell you thank you. Bonye Beneu, which is God bless you in wow. Haitian Creole. Wow. Well, Joyce, thank you very much. It is a huge, huge blessing, as I was saying, to be part of a ministry that bears fruit. And as Jamie is saying, probably it's not that immediate that we can get to see that fruit, mm -hmm. but we can see it uh, with the years and with the different experiences. We have been able to see how God truly brings Uh, you know, blossoms in, in beautiful miracles that we call fruit. Mm -hmm. And this is an amazing opportunity uh, to also thank all of our sponsors, all of our partners in ministry, all of our board members, and all of our staff 
you know, within in the states and out of the states, everybody that belongs to Equals Age. We just, we're just so thankful that we can get to be part of a ministry that can impact lives and, and see the change of the Lord's work in different communities now all over the world because we have seven sites, right, Celeste? That's right. Seven countries. We're now in the United States and an right. after-school program in Lancaster and in Costa Rica. Uh, we have three projects in Haiti, two of which Joyce leads um, yeah. uh, here in Ecuador, uh, Kenya, Rwanda, and Uganda. So um, we are just growing um, it's small, you know, we're a small mm-hmm. organization. I like to say we're small but mighty uh, because uh, our students are our world changers. And um, and just thinking about the note that Joyce read from Jimmy, um, if you could see his smile, uh-huh. um, you see nothing but hope. And for a country who has experienced such uh, trauma and tragedy, um, to remain so resilient and hopeful, it's such, that's, I think that's why I and that's why I do my job, and I think that's why Joyce uh, also finds such um, such ability to do such an amazing job of bringing people into our community of hope because we see those smiles of hope on the eighteen hundred students that we help on a daily basis go to school. So, yeah, to your point, Jorge Luis, thank you yeah. to everyone who is involved in the work that we do around the world. Absolutely, and thank you, Joyce, again for being here You're welcome. for your amazing heart and for being a vessel for all what God can do and is continued to do in um, with our ministry in Haiti. Thanks for everything. Thanks for being here again. It has been such a great joy to have you with us. Thank Finally, you. after so many prayers, we can see this little miracle of being all together. So thank you so much. Thank you. For everything. We will continue to pray for you and the ministry in Haiti. If you would like to be part of the Equals H team, please go to www.educationequalshope.org and find the Donate Now button. This is a great opportunity for you to be part of our ministry too. Thanks for making the education of those in desperate and difficult situations something possible. Thank you so much. See you next week. Bonjour. Goodbye. Au revoir. Au revoir. Adios. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to our Hopecast. If you want to join the mission or know more about it, please visit our webpage, www.educationequalshope.org, or check our YouTube channel and Instagram with the same name.